Westlife Better Man and this song is apparently a dedication from Brabenzito to Bill Gates. Hmm? All I can say is, are you throwing shade, uh, Brabenzito, or are you hoping that Melinda might be a good side catch? <laughs> we are the late night conversation. A teamers, welcome to it. It is our one year anniversary and um, it's been a pleasure. A pleasure enjoying this past year with you, A-teamers, and we're going to continue doing so for the next coming year, by the grace of God. My name is Patricia Ntuli, technical producer is Phineas Ndaba, Benzito Ricotzo, who's uh, the show producer, and also um, on the ones and twos all the time, choosing the music that we should be playing on the show. In the newsroom, we've got uh, Madupi Mahalimela, who's going to come in and give us his Ola Ola news update at 11, and I always enjoy just having him around a teamers we'll be talking education we'll look at uh, the firstly the needs uh, that are required by uh, special needs children in the school environment or care centers and I think this is one thing that is not looked at much and not given the support that it requires if you have a child perhaps who's got uh, special needs and are in uh, the education system or the care uh, centers please do call in and let us know how you you feel this particular sector should be supported more. We'll also be looking at open education resources. I think uh, these are quite critical, especially after um, COVID-19 harsh lockdown or hard lockdown was implemented. And we realized that we do need to have more access uh, to educational resources, but it's not always that easy. So uh, because of data or data, whatever it is you you call it, but um, it is something that we all need to be cognizant of that resources for education are a must, are a need in order for us to see our education system thriving. So we'll um, later on talk to uh, the CEO of Molteno Institute for Language and Literacy. At the end of uh, this particular show, the last hour after 11, we'll be talking men and anger issues. Do we have a problem? Do our men have a much deeper rooted issue that causes them to be generally angry. That's what we'll be talking to our complimentary therapist and relationship coach, Hakeem Anderson Lissolang, about after 11. But do remember that after 11, it is called the Closet Conversations for a reason. No one under the age of 18 should be tuning in. These are the numbers you should be dialing in on ATMA 011-714-2006 to weigh in on all our conversations. SMSs go to 41391. WhatsApps 0614-104-107. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. I'd like to welcome the first guest, uh, who is Alison Moketa, who is... um, the Support and Care Center founder at LUCA, which is a support and care center that gives special needs children a place in society. Alison, thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Patricia. It's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting us. Now, according to estimates, it seems that there's about 600,000 children with disabilities and uh, those children are out of school right now. This is clearly a human rights issue, Alison. I don't know how you as Luca have been surviving, especially when it comes to COVID-19 and the total shutdown and the care that you give to children with special needs. 
That's correct, Patricia. It, it has been a difficult time over the last year and a half, um, specifically, obviously, with COVID happening. Um, you know, we've had many families that have uh, been in a situation where there's been financial constraints, um, parents that have lost their jobs. Um, and obviously, the children that come to Lucas Center, a lot of them are health compromised. So that's been a concern for parents. But obviously, from a financial perspective, um, the kind of care that our children with different abilities need, being able to come to to, to Lucas Support and Care Centre has been difficult for them to return. Um, and um, we're finding it rather difficult um, when we... When we um, but pr- sorry, prior to COVID happening, we had 67 children that attended our centre. And over the last year or so, over COVID, we've had 34 families that have unfortunately not been able to bring their children back to our school for financial reasons. And um, obviously with that comes regression with their children. There's a lot of intervention that is required for our kids on a daily basis. So these little ones are at home. They don't have the intervention they require. They don't have the therapy that they need. Um, And it's been a huge knock, not only for the school itself, but specifically for these children, which is, is, you know, when you look at the statistics um, in the country itself, um, there are so many children in the position that can't even be in a position to to afford a school um, and to get the intervention that they do require. So, yes, it's been a huge knock, Patricia. And uh, this huge knock, obviously, is one that we'd probably say we, 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 it would take time for us to recover from financially. But then what sort of call do we have to make to, um, to private organizations, uh, to uh, and, and NGOs who can help, uh, lend a helping hand, and to the right. government itself? What right. sort of call should we be making? So, yeah, absolutely. So what, what, what we obviously on a, on a huge path to do is to try and get some intervention and support from corporates. Um, we have an MPO that is registered and open. And what we're trying to do with that is to get partnerships on board from corporates, um, even from private individuals, if, 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 you know, if that is, is something that people can do. But we're exceptionally lucky to, to partner with VUMA who have reached out and have um, extended their arm and their help um, and support financially to install connectivity into the school for us so our children have the opportunity to um, to have the connectivity at school to watch their software programs to be able to us to teach them um, what we need to teach them. So and and that's kind of really what Luca is really um, yearning for and 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 reaching out for to our communities, to our country, to say, guys, you know, we need to stand together. We need to support um, our disadvantaged children and our children with special abilities. Um, and Vuma has so kindly been able to stretch out their arm and do that for us. So. On the MPO side, that's obviously what we're reaching out for to say, you know, there are so many children in this country that we need to help. And, um, you know, I started this school because I've got a disabled little boy and um, that was the whole reason for it, to make sure we have some long-term or some longevity to what's going to happen to our children when we all get old as parents and um, 
you know, how do we give our children everything we possibly can to make sure at least that they can be as independent as possible and to have something for them from a social point of view, a skills-based point of view, for them to be able to go into society and to give back and for them to feel worthwhile and to feel proud of themselves as to what they haven't given back to society. So we're reaching out and we, we're struggling because, you know, over COVID, obviously there's, everybody's been impacted, right? So it's, 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 it's quite a thing to now reach out and say, please, you know, and we're not just asking, you know, we don't just want one, want, want, want cash. We're saying to people, you know, we need stationery. We need, um, equipment for these children. We need to sponsor disadvantaged children into our school can reach out to those 600,000 children that don't have that opportunity. Hmm. And um, how how do you then, at, at the centre, make sure that each child's individual needs are targeted and they get the, the, the help that they require for their mm-hmm. development? How, how do you ensure that? How do we ensure their development? Yes, for each individual child, because I'm sure not so, every child has the same right. requirements. Yes, so every child is an individual. There's not one child that is the same. So we have a variety of children that attend Luca, from Downs to children on a spectrum, cerebral palsy. We've got blind children. So every single child has a different need. And that's why we ensure that we have an individualized educational program for each Every child that comes and attends Luca, that gets monitored, that gets analysed, um, there's a report that's done on that child every month, and we do that against the CAPS curriculum. So there's there's different variety. There's a variety of programs at Luca. So we have um, uh, um, academic program. Obviously, we never want to take academics away from any child. We don't want to limit any child whatsoever. We will never put a, a lid on or a box around a child. We want to make sure that we give them the optimal learning ability, the optimal skills with regards to their mobility, which we have a program for as well. So the mobility needs of each and every child. We have some children that can't walk, that can't talk. Um, we want to optimize vocational learning. So in this country, we don't have vocational centers that we can actually make sure that some of our children that can't be in a position to to go to a remedial institution um, or a remedial school that we can actually take the skills level all the way through their lives. We go up to the age of 21. So as the children are getting older, we obviously apply vocational programs to them, um, life-based skills. Um, we are actually looking at next year, hopefully, hopefully if we survive through the rest of this year, wanting to make sure that we can start an assisted um living facility where we can actually have children over the age of 21 where we can give them on a daily basic basis what they need to do to get through their day how they're going to plan it how they're going to make their meal how do they make their bed so it's a it's a long-term view and it's the same applies for my own son who's 13 i want that long-term objective i'm not going to be here for for very long and um the, you know, dignity through dependence, and that's really what we're aiming for. So every child is an individual, and we will attend to those child's needs. We have a whole therapy team on site, and they are very integrated into our school, and they support us through every child and whatever their abilities might be and whatever their needs might be. We've got Braille machines for our, our blind little ones. Um, we've got do- guide dogs that come in and out. We've got... Um, 
we've got, you know, every child has got splinter skills. So you might find that you have a child that's um, in math might be on a grade two level and a grade one level in English. So every child is um, assessed at, at and extended as they come into the centre. We do a full assessment and then we obviously see exactly where we need to start filling those gaps. And obviously, a lot of our children have sensory issues, so we've got regulation areas where we take them into. We've got sensory rooms, um, sensory paths that we are busy building for our children. So it is it is absolutely a different approach for every child. Mm. And that's wonderful to know. It's very comforting. I'm sure, A-teamers, you might have some questions that you want to ask about the centre. Please do so by uh, sending a WhatsApp to 0614-104-107 as we t- speak to Alison, who's the founder of LUCA, which is a support and care centre for special needs children. And uh, gives them a place in society, which is a very uh, much-needed thing in our society. Alison, tell us about um, the school's vocational programs that boost the children's confidence and also helps them identify their passion. So our vocational program, Patricia, is based on life skills and learning. So we have um, housekeeping, so they learn how to cook. We have a pet center where they, we've got some little animals, some rabbits and guinea pigs and so on, and a cat. Um, and we get the children in to, to teach them how to feed, how to clean cages. We've got um, an administrative center, how to utilize computers and filing, so they learn how to file documents. We've got um, pottery classes, so they learn to do pottery. We've got um, all sorts of um, areas like in our in our grounds. We've got gardening where we plant our veggies and they learn how to actually grow them, water them, fertilize them, pick them, and then we cook with them afterwards as well. So much to shame. They're beans and they don't like beans. But, <laughs> but it is a whole learning process of where can we develop our children into something that they have passion for. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking at our kids and we're saying, what are your interests? What is your passion? Where do you, what do you love doing? And we try and push that skill to be able to be in a position where we can melt them and, 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 and be flexible so we can put them into society and integrate them and say, okay, you know, even if it's, um, I know when I was in corporate long before I opened the school, I, I, I did a contract at um, a big corporate and I had 12 um, adults that I looked after there at the time. And it was absolutely fabulous to see, you know, that how much we, how much they love giving back and how much they um, respect themselves. Um, we've got a little coffee shop we want to open up. We've actually just busy doing a deal with um, one of the the the, the chains um, and and our um, Delphorna chain actually that we're busy doing a deal with at the moment. Where we actually have um, had long discussions with them, and they're now starting to print their menus. Um, with Makaton. So Makaton is our second language at our school, which is a sign language, and we use symbols for that. So when you go to a Dalforno restaurant, you can open up the menu. Our special needs kiddies can open up the menu, and they can actually pick what they'd love to eat off a symbol. So, I mean, that's just the lens we are trying to get the community um, involved and, and, and our corporates out there to say, come on, we can do so much more for our disadvantaged and our, and our disabled children in this country. 
Wow, um, Alison, what a great work that you are doing. And definitely uh, corporates, NGOs, anyone, government, please come out and help this beautiful organization. How do people get hold of you, uh, Alison, if they'd like to contribute? Yes, Patricia, obviously, you know, we, we have our website and you can Google us and it's under Luca Support and Care Center. We obviously have my email address that you can contact on. Our telephone numbers are on our website. And one thing I'd love to just to be able to put out there is that we have um, a current um, uh, NPO um, um, running on Backer Buddy at the moment, which is called See the Able, Not the Label. And we're running that at the moment, and we are just hoping and praying that that people can just just try and even if it's a little bit just a, any little bit helps volunteer if you can volunteer your hours but we are running this campaign at the moment to say guys please let's let's stand together in solidarity and let's see what we can do for our children excellent thank you so very much uh, Alison it's a pleasure Patricia Atimas, let's uh, prepare for our next conversation as we talk educational resources, but we'll do so straight after this Phil Collins song.